Since 9-11, the Tunnel to Towers Foundation has been committed to improving the lives of America's veterans, first responders, and their families. For over 20 years, the foundation has helped America keep its solemn promise to never forget. Tunnel to Towers provides mortgage-free homes to Gold Star families and the families of fallen first responders with young children and builds specially adapted smart homes for catastrophically injured veterans, as well as work to eradicate veteran homelessness. David Marshall served in the Army during World War II and fought in the Battle of the Bulge. He's never forgotten the sacrifices of his comrades in arms, nor the efforts of first responders on 9-11 and in the days and months that followed. He is a loyal and proud Foundation donor. Tunnel to Towers is committed to supporting veterans, first responders, and their families, and so many of them need your help. Join the Foundation on its mission to do good and never forget. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers at T2T.org. That's T2T.org. If you are an accredited investor, U.S. oil and gas should be part of your investment portfolio. Visit LabradorEnergy.com. Beyond the possibility to invest in a sector that historically delivers sound returns, when you invest with Labrador Energy, you may be able to structure your investment to offset active or passive income. According to many sources, U.S. oil and gas drilling remains one of the best tax-advantaged income investments available. Visit LabradorEnergy.com. You may be able to reduce your tax liability while investing in a sector that has historically delivered sound returns. Learn more at LabradorEnergy.com today. Offer for accredited investors only. Past performance is no indication of future results. Investing involves risk. Consult your legal, tax, and financial advisors and read the prospectus before making any investment decisions. Visit LabradorEnergy.com for the prospectus and more information. Hey, it's Will Friedle. And Sabrina Bryan. And we're the hosts of the new podcast, Magical Rewind. You may know us from some of your favorite childhood TV movies like My Date with the President's Daughter. And the Cheetah Girls movies. Together we're sitting down to watch all the movies you grew up with and chat with some of your favorite stars and crew that made these iconic movies happen. So kick back, grab your popcorn, and join us. Listen to Magical Rewind on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Brought to you by State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. You're listening to the Buck Sexton Show podcast. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Team, welcome to the Freedom Hut Thursday, July 14th edition of the program. We got Joe Biden in the Middle East doing his thing over there. And Iran continues to get closer to nuclear weapons. The Saudis, he wants them to pump more gas. But I thought the Saudis were the bad guys. Wait, what happened here? Democrats changing their minds once again, or at least not having the principles they pretend to. Plus, there's a now Centaurus COVID subvariant World Health Organization telling people, get ready to mask up again. I will not let this go. And AOC is talking about safety on Capitol Hill and said she thought about punching a guy, but she didn't want to catch a case because AOC is very cool. So she says things like that. That's what we got today. If you're like me, you're a big believer in the right to bear arms. 72 million Americans say they're firearm owners. 
In 2021, 5 million Americans got their first firearm. When you use a suppressor with your firearm, you'll vastly improve your shooting experience. Suppressors protect your hearing by reducing the sound and improve your accuracy by reducing recoil. To get your suppressor, connect with my friends at Silencer Shop. They're a Texas-based company founded in 2010 and have grown to become the nation's largest distributor of suppressors. Silencer Shop has 28,000 Trustpilot reviews. At silencershop.com, you can order a suppressor online or locate a powered-by-silencer-shop dealer. There's probably one near you. Silencer Shop makes it easy. For your suppressor, SBR, or any items that you need an NFA tax stamp for, tap into Silencer Shop for your ATFE Form 4. You'll get it faster than ever. Expect your approval in 90 days. Check out silencershop.com. It is the easiest way to get a suppressor. That is silencershop.com. Again, silencershop.com. Biden's overseas, and I know that the initial reaction a lot of us have is, well, he probably can't do as much damage over there as he does over here, right? Mm, Not sure about that. Not sure about that. Look at what's going on in not really the Middle East these days, but in Europe, in Eastern Europe specifically, with Ukraine and Russia. You know, we're giving them longer-range weapons that can fire behind Russian lines, right? Oh, maybe you didn't know that because people aren't talking about it all that much. We're giving them longer-range artillery so that they can actually uh, push back the Russians. Now, I, I understand that the idea here is to give them a greater capability to fight the Russian invaders, but where is this going next, everybody? Does anyone even pay attention to the possibilities of, of, uh, of Russian escalation here beyond what we've already seen? We don't even talk about it, but we'll, we'll get back to that um, first. <laughs> we don't talk about it, and I'm not going to talk about it that much because it's a could-be major problem. It's not yet the problem that uh, we have to focus too much of our energy on. Iran acquiring a nuclear weapon. This is something that we've heard a lot about over the years. Remember, the Biden administration comes back in and they're now renegotiating a nuclear framework with Iran as the Iranians are apparently going all uh, all in to get a nuke um, as fast as, well, I should say all in. They're going for it. It's a question of how fast they go. Here's Biden saying that they will not allow Iran to get a nuclear weapon. Play one. With regard to Iran and convincing the Saudis and others that we mean what we say, is we mean what we say. They have an opportunity to accept this agreement that's been laid down. If they don't, we made it absolutely clear. We will not, let me say it again, we will not allow Iran to acquire a nuclear weapon. So Iran has enriched to 20% with new uranium centrifuges at a fortified site. That, That was as of a few days ago. So, no, they're they're making moves, folks. And it's a technical step away from weapons grade levels of 90%. It's got a new set of its most advanced centrifuges at a facility deep inside a mountain. And so will there be a deal to slow them down? Once again, the Iranians are accelerating their nuclear program. Does anyone think that Joe Biden is the guy for this job? Does Joe Biden really understand? No, he is not. (laughs) Does Joe Biden really understand the mindset of the mullahs and all the intricacies here. Uh, let's let's be clear that the media has created a perception in people who believe the media that Joe Biden is some kind of foreign policy expert, that Joe Biden has foreign policy knowledge um, and is good at this. They've also tried to tell us that Joe Biden is a nice guy and is going to unify the country. 
They're lying to you. They are lying to you about Biden. They always have been. So the Iranian nuclear program continues on. I, I do believe that Iran is going to get a nuke. Um, I think that we're heading toward that. And the uh, Prime Minister Lapid in uh, Israel today during the meeting with uh, with Biden said that the world will not allow that, that they will use force if necessary. So things might seem pretty quiet in the Middle East these days, certainly compared to Europe, but that could change very quickly. And don't think for a second that this Biden regime is going to be able to uh, work through the intricacies of all the foreign policy challenges anywhere, never mind in in the uh, Middle East. And then you have the Saudi issue. Here's Biden talking about talking about the situation in Saudi Arabia, why he's going there. My views on Khashoggi have made been absolutely positively clear. And I have never been quiet about talking about human rights. The question that I'm the reason I'm going to Saudi Arabia, though, is much broader is to promote U.S. interest promote U.S. interest in a way that uh, I think we have an opportunity to uh, reassert what I think we've made a mistake of walking away from, our influence in the Middle East. I'm going to be meeting with nine other heads of state. It's not just as happens to be in Saudi Arabia. Keep in mind, he's meeting with these heads of state as a president who is clearly visibly not up for this. And also his own party increasingly doesn't even want him to run again. So does that mean that the deals that he may make, the aside discussions, side discussions that he has with people, uh, other leaders, are they going to be as fruitful as they could be if we had a president who actually knew where he was all the time? Probably not. And I mentioned to you the situation in Ukraine, which just grinds on remember all those people with the the ghost of kiev and the ukraine flags and yeah and all the volunteers and they're going to destroy the russian war machine and uh, i kept saying to people you can go back i think in february i said the russian war machine is going to just keep on uh grinding away at ukrainian resistance as it takes over more and more of the country and they want to take over at least half the country before they even think about a ceasefire how is that looking now as a prediction compared to what we were told, which was that we're days away from the Russians running, running away in a route? And I, I am rooting for Ukraine you know, morally, and uh, you know, I, I, I am sympathetic to their situation, but I care about what's happening to America and the possibility of our people being dragged into a fight that is not our fight. Here's Putin, though, telling everybody, I'm sorry, here's Biden telling everybody that Putin's War must be a strategic Putin's assault on Ukraine is a challenge to the peace and stability everywhere in the world. Putin's war must be a strategic failure, and the free world must sustain our resolve to help Ukraine defend its democracy. The United States will continue to support Ukraine and the Ukrainian people who have been devastated and displaced by the Russian violence. An assault anywhere in the world is not an assault everywhere in the world. I, I know that they like to say this this sort of thing now, but it is not, in fact, the case that R- Russia, which has a very long and and um, complicated relationship with Ukraine, 
uh, it's not the case that if you live in Botswana or if you live in Bolivia or if you live in South Korea, uh, Russia's invasion of Ukraine threatens you. It is not the case. I, I know this is the kind of rhetoric that people use on the international stage to make it seem like we all have to mobilize, but that's just not true. Uh, we should be figuring out a way to end the conflict in Ukraine as quickly as possible. What is the negotiated settlement? What would Putin want to stop the war? Even if it's unacceptable to Ukraine, we should all know what it is. I don't know what it is. It's not clear. Hasn't been made clear by our policy community. How can the American people, as expressed through the people in power that they vote for or who are appointed by the people they vote for, how can we have any accountability for the decision-making in Ukraine, if we don't even know all along here what would have stopped this, what stops the war? And that's what I, I want the bullets and the bombs to stop tomorrow. What can we do to get to that point? No discussion of that, really, whatsoever. You don't hear about it. It's all about defeat Russia, defeat Russia. The country that has a long history over the last hundred years of losing massive numbers of, of soldiers, not caring about it really at all, and has thousands of nuclear weapons. But yes, defeat Russia, defeat Russia. That's the, the mantra from Biden and the internationalists uh, all around him. Come back in a second here. AOC on Capitol Hill had some stuff to say. That's quite a tease, isn't it? Stock markets causing real angst for people who are invested in stocks. If you're in the market right now, you know what I mean. Inflation is not good. Gas prices out of control. Everything signals you need to think differently about protecting the value of your savings account and your 401k, too. I've started thinking about purchasing more gold. It's priced well right now, and the value of gold has proven to hold its value during turbulent times. When you invest some portion of your savings account or 401k into gold, you're creating stability by its value compared to other investments out there. I rely on the Oxford Gold Group for my gold purchases. They're the industry leader for so many reasons. They've made it easy and convenient and safe to take delivery of the gold you purchase at home. Call the Oxford Gold Group today. Request your free precious metals investment guide. Toll free, 833-404-GOLD, 833-404-G-O-L-D. The Oxford Gold Group, please give them a call today. Um, and now we have uh, AOC, Sandy Cortez. Uh, here she is talking about how she still does not feel safe at the Capitol, the United States Capitol. These insurrectionists. Like Antifa? And that there were actual officers working with this, and we never got to the bottom of that, and we never got any answers about that. And then to this day, we're just supposed to pretend that that never happened. I have no idea what happened to the people on the inside who were very clearly sympathetic with what was going on and opening the doors wide open for that. And we're, I'm supposed to sit here and pretend like none of that ever happened. And then right afterwards, you have a massive, you know, you just have this idea that throwing money at that problem is going to make it go away without any buildings. accountability. And so this is, this is where these things are breaking down. We're not safe. And it's not just about members of Congress not being safe. The Black food staff matter. workers aren't safe. The Black janitors aren't safe. Like, we need to get to the bottom of this. It is honestly really shameful that this woman, who is, is quite honestly a moron, has the kind of political influence that she does in the country. It's, it's really a shock. It's a shock. Now, are there other people in politics who are really dumb? Uh, I mean, you know, but they're they're cunning and they have been in the game a long time and they know how to maneuver. AOC is is hysterical and not in a funny way. And she is a constant walking, talking 
machine of hysteria. The janitors on Capitol Hill aren't safe because of the insurrection and they didn't find out who in Capitol Hill police. Is she saying it was an inside job? Because that would be really interesting to know. So she's saying Capitol Hill police is covering up for those police officers who let people into areas that they then were arrested for and tracked down all over the country like they're members of Al-Qaeda or something. If the cops wave you into an area, say, yeah, you can come in here, go ahead. Well, that is very strange if you're then going to be arrested and called a traitor to your country for even being in that area, right? But what exactly is she saying here? No, it's all about they create a constant siege mentality for themselves. This is why the January 6th hearings on CNN are for their audience and no one else cares. Their, their ideas are so stupid and there are so many failures apparent in what's going on. Their ideas are so awful that the only way that they can continue on and think that they're not just intentionally ruining the country is to create this narrative of there will be another insurrection the moment they aren't watching carefully and prepared for it. There'll be another... I mean, this was mostly people, like middle-aged people with fanny packs and Trump flags who were taking selfies inside the Capitol. There were some people that got violent, and that was really stupid. There were people that broke things, and that was really dumb, and that's illegal, and you can't do that. But the vast majority of the people who were there were just there. They were actually just present, uh, as the charges have shown. But AOC walks around to this day terrified. I think she's even said she has trauma. And she wasn't even in the Capitol building when this whole thing happened. She was at a building nearby down the street. Oh, my gosh. Um, but here we are getting a glimpse, I think, of what the left-wing leadership of the Democrat Party of the future is going to be saying. And then there was a guy that provoked her a little bit. Uh, he's a comedian. I'm forgetting his name. But she got very upset. It's just funny that she went over to address him, and uh, she said she was going to punch him, but she didn't want to catch a case. Yeah, I don't think she was going to punch anybody. Would be a bad idea. Violence never solves anything, AOC. That's it for today. Talk to you tomorrow. Shields high. Who is there for heroes of the families left behind when a service member or first responder dies or is catastrophically injured in the line of duty? Who helps our country's homeless veterans? And who helps our nation to never forget 9-11? Let me tell you who, the Tunnel to Towers Foundation. The Foundation's Gold Star, Fallen First Responder, Smart Home, and Homeless Veteran programs comprise their in-the-line-of-duty programs. They're all dedicated to honoring our nation's heroes and their families. The Foundation's Never Forget programs engage people in 9-11 remembrance across America. Over 80 runs, walks, and climbs a year. Dozens of golf outings. And the Tunnel to Towers 9-11 Institute is educating kids kindergarten through 12th grade to help our nation keep its vow to never forget. More than 95 cents of every dollar you donate to Tunnel to Towers goes to its programs. Never forget the sacrifices of our country's greatest heroes. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers at T2T.org. That's T2T.org. If you are an accredited investor, U.S. oil and gas should be part of your investment portfolio. Visit LabradorEnergy.com. Beyond the possibility to invest in a sector that historically delivers sound returns, when you invest with Labrador Energy, you may be able to structure your investment to offset active or passive income. According to many sources, U.S. oil and gas drilling remains one of the best tax-advantaged income investments available. Visit LabradorEnergy.com. You may be able to reduce your tax liability 
while investing in a sector that has historically delivered sound returns. Learn more at LabradorEnergy.com today. Offer for accredited investors only. Past performance is no indication of future results. Investing involves risk. Consult your legal, tax, and financial advisors and read the prospectus before making any investment decisions. Visit LabradorEnergy.com for the prospectus and more information. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny. The warmth of Fredo and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening.